I'm Hadley Robinson. And I'm Chris Erickson. This is No More Covers, a podcast where we learn about songwriting by making ourselves do it, even when we don't really know how. Welcome back, everybody. For new listeners in this podcast, we pick a monthly theme, and then we each have to write a song about it by the end of the month. We know a lot has changed in people's lives since the last episode, when we picked a theme that we really couldn't imagine would unfold as it did. And Chris, I kind of want to revisit our announcement of this theme in our last episode, which I think we technically recorded on, like, I don't know, March 4th or 5th? Oh, God. All right. Roll it. The theme is... Viral. Wow. I mean, you know, it might be a little bit on the nose with, um, you know, a certain virus that we're thinking about, a lot of people might be talking about. You know, when we recorded that, we were still kind of like laughing and and joking. It almost felt like it was something that was going to be very temporary, right? Or this thing that was going to pass through. What was your life like back in the first week of March? Yeah, so I was still teaching and we were still in school full time. Since then, we now um, have had a decree where we're not going back for the rest of the school year. You know, back then it was very much like almost a distant idea. Totally. I, I, I think after we recorded... I still got on an airplane that following weekend. I almost wonder if like when we picked it, we were almost subconsciously realizing that this is going to be something that we needed to write about. Maybe. I don't know. That, was, I'm being very generous. Yeah, I was like, us. that would have been deep, deep in my <laughs> subconscious because I still, you know, yeah. Should we get to our songs? Absolutely. Uh, time for a coin flip. My favorite part. Yeah, I have to acknowledge I have moved locations since this uh, whole virus started, and I do not have the magic coin, which Chris is very upset about. <laughs> <laughs> I even texted you in all caps to see if you brought the coin with you. So we're just going to go with a regular quarter. Oh, regular quarter. Find... Did you sanitize the quarter? Okay, Chris. Um, so remember, this time we decided that whoever wins or whoever calls it correctly is the one who goes first, okay? Okay, okay. Am okay, I so calling or... Call. Okay, I'm calling. You always call. Two, three. Heads. It's heads. Okay. Uh, so that means I go, right? Yeah, that means you go. Okay. Uh, so my song is called Year of the Flood.
could not see the dangers of our hypocrisy. And the babies grew tired and our muscles went weak And our hearts heaved and hammered and we couldn't speak But that rogue wave is coming down our street Rogue wave is pulling at our feet And the moves we made are magnified by ten times the traitor Time is greater, revelator till the end. song is really cool thanks yeah when i first heard it i i had to listen a bunch of times sort of there's a build and there's just there's just like a lot of mood and emotion in it you know yeah um, thanks uh one thing that stands out is the like traitor time is greater revelator i think <laughs> we told our audience about how what kind of lines that's like just classic <laughs> chris line <laughs> you know when i was writing it too i was like i know hadley's gonna say something about that <laughs> Yeah, it's like when you can find things like that, all to, like that are all like kind of complex words, a lot of complex meaning all at once. It's, yeah, I, I like it. It's like it's the rhyme, but it's also the rhythm of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like that's what I really enjoy in artists that I like listening to is sort of the rhythm that's created with words. What is a revelator? Something that's going to reveal itself, right? So it could be mm. like... So in this case, right, time's the revelator. And I think that's where I was thinking about COVID-19 and how... You know, you can have it, but it doesn't show itself for weeks or it doesn't show itself at all. Right. And like it takes time to to reveal or to be revealed. I think the concept of a rogue wave coming down the streets, that I think is one of the things that maybe conveys a lot of emotion and a lot of emotion that maybe a lot of us are feeling right now, which is that like something mm -hmm. scary is around and coming that we're all kind of afraid, you know? Yeah. Um, was that what was going through your head or like kind of how did you come up with that imagery? I think you're absolutely right. There's something really scary with the image of a rogue wave. 
you know, rogue waves can kind of come out of nowhere and they're massive and they they destroy. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's like a rogue wave is like one that's really unusual and a mm-hmm. lot bigger than all the rest. And it surprises you. Right? Yeah, totally. So the title is from a Margaret Atwood book called The Year of the Flood, hmm. where she imagines a sort of, you know, post-apocalyptic world where a virus has killed the majority of the world's population. And I just really liked the idea what she played on was, you know, the biblical story of Noah and and the flood. Noah and the flood, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Noah and the flood. <laughs> Come on, Chris. Um, so, <laughs> Be a better former Catholic, okay? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Jeez. I was like, is it Noah Moses? I don't know. There's a lot of water in the Bible. So she played around with that, right? The year of the flood, the whole idea of the world being overtaken by water. And so I continued to play on that water imagery and was thinking about what other things you know, kind of destroy and kind of played around with some other ideas too with like tides and and thinking about that. But the rogue wave is always one that's kind of scared me. Yeah. And now I remember you kind of saying earlier that I think you wrote some of this before things got really bad with COVID and, and, and everything shutting down. Like which part was that and how did that sort of impact your process? Yeah. So I only wrote the first verse like, you know, shortly after we had spoken, I kind of set the song aside because... You know, everything that was happening in terms of work and trying to figure out our transition to online learning. So afterwards, coming back to it, I feel like I had a better understanding of what was happening in our world. My lyrics kind of reflected that, too. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the other thing that, of course, tickled me uh, was that you threw back to a line in my last song and like we had talked about in the last episode and stuff. And so when, when I heard that, I just, I had like, I was smiling ear to ear. Um, so history repeats, maybe it rhymes, which was a little different. I think my yeah. song was like history repeats or at least it rhymes. Was that just, was that just a nod or were, did you have other th- you know thoughts about that? After our last episode, I texted you this, that I would find myself singing your song. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, or it would like pop into my head, right? And and so as I was writing the song, I was thinking about pandemics have happened throughout history. And so it really got me to think about that line that you had in your song before. And then I thought it would be kind of funny to have it in there because I imagined you then listening to the song and then hearing that, which I thought would be really yeah. funny. So I thought that would be kind of funny for our listeners yeah. too. So I think we've we've said before that Chris and I one time drove across the country and wrote a new song every day. And... <laughs> One one thing that we did was that we it always ended the same way with the same lyrics. Oh yeah, I it always about ended that. the same lyrics, which was "Where do we go from here?" And I think that just started because it was like, "Oh, what, what do we do next with this song?" And it just ended up being this theme, and we like sang it in a million different ways. But like, I think, you know, it was always like, I feel like you singing it and then me like trying to like wrap around it or something like that. Or like, like, where do we go from here? It was anyway, that it kind of reminded me of like how, you know, sometimes you just need to have a thing. Where do we go from here? I thought you were so great. Where do we go from here? Okay, Hadley, your turn. Uh, so my song is called Birds. In 1890, a Shakespeare lover tried to bring all the bards birds to the Upper East Side. 
the thrushes, the skylarks just couldn't survive. But the starlings, oh, the starlings, they multiplied. You could say they went viral. They grew, they spread, and now all across the country I see their sparkling black heads. They call them invasive, but I can hear their song. And to me right now, singing birds can't be wrong. The birds are so loud. Why are we stuck inside? The streets are so quiet. You just don't feel right. The birds are so loud. I want to fly too. The streets are so quiet. Wish I was with my crew. They say mustard's been around since 4000 BC. They had it in Rome, Egypt, and the colonies. The Spanish spilled their seeds across the American continent, and the little yellow flowers left a trail of where they went. The blooms also tell us that springtime's really come. It should be time to walk the trails. Hear the birds hum. They call them invasive, but I can see their shine. And to me right now, spring flowers seem divine. The birds are so loud. Why we stuck inside? The streets are so quiet. Just don't feel right. The birds are so loud. I want to fly too. The streets are so quiet. Wish I was with my crew. They say to kill a mockingbird is to destroy innocence, and ours is being stolen exponentially in this moment. I guess we were naive to hold hands without a care. We took for granted touch and now can't breathe the same air. The birds are so loud. Why are we stuck inside? The streets are so quiet. They just don't feel right. The birds are so loud. I want to fly too. The streets are so quiet. Wish I was with my crew. So, um, I've got some questions. I noticed I noticed right away, was that free sound project with those bird sounds? Yeah, yeah. I did check it out after, right. after our conversation last time. I had to go back to the episode and be like, what was that thing called? I mean, yeah. honestly, like the birds were so loud in Brooklyn that I probably could have just recorded it myself. <laughs> but hey, they had it and, you know, yeah, uh, it just was a Easy. little bit of a fun thing to add. Can you tell me a little bit about where the idea for birds came from? All along, I sort of wanted to do a song about how about this juxtaposition between how spring is blooming right now and 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 it's sort of this this vibrant season where things are becoming alive and that was happening at the same time that we were all having to like turn inward and turn inside and yeah. you know be a little bit stuck and and one of the ways that I could see that is like just sitting basically you know at my desk by my window and 
seeing birds just going crazy outside all the time, you know? And yeah. like, I just kept finding myself like sort of my eyes wandering out my window and looking at that. <laughs> but like, you know, and the birds are, yeah, the birds are just always yeah, there. The birds, the birds were the most lit thing going on in Brooklyn. It was that. And then they were just, they are really noisy. And I, I, I think it's like a real thing. And because there's so much less traffic and also it's migration, the birds are just having a great mm-hmm. old time out there and, and you can really hear them. And it's, yeah. it's been kind of a joy to me actually, to be able to, listen to them and watch them so much i did think it was interesting you just mentioned the great migration and the irony that all these birds are migrating while we're totally stuck inside and can't move yeah which is kind of funny so i feel like there are some tone shifts in the song it for me it kind of started out a little bit humorous like you know the idea of birds being so loud it's kind of funny because like i thought of myself like you know trying to sleep or something and you're like gosh those birds are so loud um, and then I felt like you're over the course of the song, you keep listening and the tone really shifts and it becomes much more serious. Mm. I'm curious to hear a little bit about what, you know, you thought you were doing in terms of the tone or if you meant for it to sound humorous at the beginning and then it kind of like becomes more serious as you listen. Yeah, maybe I was kind of trying to be funny. I don't know. That's like a good question. But I, I think it's like I'm not mad at the birds. I'm more jealous, you know, and it's like. I just yeah. keep hearing them and I keep being like, oh, you're out there. You know, I want to be out there. I think it really goes yeah. back to the fact that, like, I wrote a different song first and it was kind of a funny mm-hmm. song. And the chorus actually of my second song is pretty much taken from that first song with like a little bit of adjustment. Uh-huh. You know, there might be something a little weird about the song in that there's like chorus might have a little bit of a different tone than these verses that are a little more like philosophical, maybe, you know, and sort of like storytelling. And yeah. Yeah. So I keep referencing yeah. this first song. And Chris, I haven't played it for you yet. And so I thought maybe I would. Do you want to hear it? <laughs> I really want to hear it. I've been waiting okay. like all week to hear it. Yeah. Because I liked this at the beginning. You know, I, I, I wrote this like after one week of quarantine and it was kind of like about my life in quarantine. It was like, you know what? This has been a really heavy week. It's been really emotional. I'm just going to kind of like write yeah. something a little silly. And then I was like, oh, this is fun. And I played around with it and I got it all, you know, I got to a point where I could record it, but I just felt over the course of that time, things were getting darker and yeah. things were getting darker in New York. And I was just like, I don't know if I can put out a silly song as like my song of the month. But I'm super excited yeah, to hear it now. There's like all this mystery. <laughs> well, it's now. a lot more of that free sound project <laughs> stuff. Okay. Okay. I can't okay. wait. Yeah. Coming at you from quarantine. <laughs> the trees are bare, the sky is gray. I hear about a virus, it's a world away. I'm minding my own business, I got nothing to say. Cause I got other worries on this January day. The birds are so loud. While we stuck inside, the birds are so loud. It just don't feel right The birds are so loud I wanna fly too The birds are so loud Wish I was with my crew Now the stock market's bouncing up and down I hear some alarm bells start to sound I'm moving my winter coat to the back of the closet And scrub my hand under the kitchen faucet Walking to the bar, see the first tree flowers. Elbow bump, my friend, and order whiskey sours. We talk about the lockdown in Italy, and that's the last time I saw anybody. The birds are so loud. Why we stuck inside? The birds are so loud. DJ Hattie Ratty. 
<laughs> Wait, what was your aim name, Hadley? Oh, I had a lot of them. Was it there DJ? There was Hatterata. Hatterata, that's yeah, the one. Hatterata, DJ Hatterata. There was also Hattie Ding Dong. Which, <laughs> That's the one that can't be your DJ yeah. name, though. I've been bringing Hattie, that back. Hattie, <laughs> DJ Hattie Ding Dong yeah. coming at you. Got the building with a nice warm glow, but I gotta watch it all from my window. I loved that song. That was really fun. But I can totally see how, as time passes, it can feel sort of silly, especially with the seriousness of where we are now. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I, I don't know. I think it's good to have humor in this time, of course, and like... I know, you know, a lot of memes and everything are, like, saving us. Humor is so necessary during this time, but it's also seemingly so necessary to constantly remember that things are really serious and that people are dying and people are getting extremely sick. So now it's time for a new segment of this podcast where we hear from our listeners. This month, our voicemail comes from Rowan McNiven in San Francisco, California. Hey, guys, it's Rowan I'm loving the podcast, guys. I, I'm just, I love music. I uh, play music a lot. I love the songwriting process. It's so unique. It changes with each song. You never know how you're going to write the song. Sometimes the melody just comes to you, and sometimes it takes a lot to work on it. It's like a puzzle, and you got to kind of smash it and fix it. So here's a song I had lyrics to, and I'm probably going to mumble some of them. And also, when I do play these songs, I actually pretend I'm a different person because it helps me sing uh, and say things that I normally wouldn't say in my normal life. So I emote a, a fictional character. This is a song I, I just started. I want to I wanna finish writing. Love the good work, guys. Yes, thank you so much, Rowan, for calling in. Um, that was, the, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing more of that song as it develops. And um, I was really struck by, you know, how Rowan was talking about how he kind of uses a fictional character to say certain things that he might not say otherwise. And that just really resonates with me because I think it speaks to the vulnerability involved in performing music and, and writing music and putting yourself out there. And I think that's probably true for putting any of your art out there, especially when your own emotions are so clear in that art. Yeah, I think, you know, that idea of making yourself vulnerable can be a really scary thing, especially when it comes to a draft of something or writing a song really quickly and then kind of throwing it out there or putting it out there. I think especially during this time when a lot of us, all of us are are trapped in our homes to make things and share those things can be a way to connect with other people. Uh, Rowan is actually somebody I know. You know, he's kind of an inspiring creative for me, actually, because he's just kind of a guy who's always making something and always working on something. And I think that's what a lot of what this podcast is about. So thanks, Rowan, for calling. So if you want to call in to leave us feedback, songs, thoughts, feelings, whatever you want, you can leave us a voicemail at 914-627-8529. Nine one four six two seven eight five two nine. Call us. 
Okay, it's that time of the show where we introduce our next month's theme. Chris? The theme this month is invisible, and the in is actually in parentheses. Ah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so it's kind of visible, invisible almost. Totally. So maybe, you know, thinking about what things we can see, what things we can't see. Well, I'm excited to start writing. We Me should too. have more time, but it doesn't always feel like that somehow. <laughs> Totally. It feels like I waste a lot of time doing other things. So I think this is a good focus mm-hmm. for me to have something yeah, to work and, on. Hey, you know, it's a good time to be podcasting because like that's one thing for us that isn't interrupted. We were already remotely doing this from our homes. Do you think DJ Hattie Ding Dong is going <laughs> to make another appearance? Maybe someday. Give me that free sound project. I hope so. <laughs> I feel like that's a good t-shirt oh. opportunity. Oh, DJ Hattie Ding Dong. No, DJ Hatterada. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Thanks to yes. look forward to. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of No More Covers. And remember, everybody's an artist. See you next month. Bye.